This is Hawkside Guns Podcast. What's up, y'all? It is uh, Hawkside Guns, and you know, it's been a little bit since we, we punched out a cast here. At least for us, it has been a little bit. However, I can tell you a couple of things. One is it is a shame to waste beautiful days in Texas. Uh, we don't have, like, spring for us is not a, a big season. We have a smidgen of spring. And then you need to start worrying about whether or not the melt the plastic on the shells is going to melt while you're out there. Yeah, you know, like we have the dark times. We call that winter, and we mean dark literally because Texas's power grid doesn't really function in the cold. <laughs> we have about three weeks worth of spring, and then you're into what everyone else calls summer. We call it the grace period before the dying times, and that is now <laughs> auditioning for help. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that is now, and it's beautiful out in Texas right now. There's Everything's turning green. It's 75 degrees. There's a beautiful breeze, and it's a shame to waste it. So uh, while my wife was out in Ohio at a con, uh, which is hysterical because she leaves for four days, right? And she just looks at us and knows that the house is going to be on fire when she comes home. I'm like, babe, I'm taking the girls shooting. What could go wrong? She's like, please don't tell me things like that. Just like. (laughs) Yes, I'm going to put deadly weapons in the hands of our children. What could possibly go wrong? Like, it's fine. You know, and she was she was previously freaking out. Like, I had to get her mind off something. Right. Because she was traveling and it was a state she had never been to. And I'm like, look. Uh, and we have a, a very dear friend of ours. Uh, in fact, you know him, uh, a very dear friend of ours who lives in Ohio. And I'm like, look, if anything bad happens with on your end, just call him. He will not let anything bad happen to you. Okay, I promise. Like, uh, in, Is this the friend that works at the truck stop? Uh, no. No, 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 no. Uh, this is the friend who used to be in the military. Oh, yes. no, no. I understand exactly which one you mean. Okay, okay yeah. got it. So, uh, I, look, I, so, so, as many horror stories as I've heard from the truck stop, I was wondering why that, that would be, you know, yeah. kind of like, dude, you, you call she may never be heard again. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, this this is, uh, you know, he and his family live in Ohio, and uh, he's a very dear friend of ours. And I'm like, look, no, nothing would ever happen to you. Just call him if anything bad happened. You would at least have a place to stay. You're not too, you're a couple hours from him anyway. You know, like it's no big deal. And she was very, she was starting to calm down and then she's like, well, what are you and the kids going to do? And I'm like, I'm taking him shooting. It's going to be great. (laughs) That was the the wrong answer, by the way. Uh, As as one who is not me uh, might imagine. Uh, but as it turns out, Saturday morning, it was gorgeous. It was a beautiful day, and we were going to go shoot. I asked the girls, I'm like, look, would you rather come with me in Buana, or would you rather stay with my mom and hang out and do, you know, like bake and food stuff and, you know, watch movies and stuff like that while we go shoot? And my youngest looked at me like, no, I'm going shooting with you. And I'm like, well, you, you sent pictures. They all had everything pointed in the correct direction. Yep. And I, I, the eldest, if the el, and the youngest was going, was going, the eldest had to go. 
So we drug them all out there, and and they're a little small for shotguns. And rifles don't. I mean, it, rifles are a lot. You got to set up a lot. You got to do kind of a table thing and all that stuff. But pistols are a lot easier, especially out where we are. I mean, you've seen the pictures. There's nothing there. I mean, it's just it's it's 700 acres of nothing's around. And so we took them out and. We brought two pistols with us, uh, both twenty twos, obviously. And um, my heritage twenty two long rifle, uh, Rough Rider, and my father's H and R triple nine Sportsman. Ooh, yeah, uh, which was my grandfather. So her great grandfather's pistol, uh, which had like a five digit serial number on it. I mean it's it's old. Beautifully beautifully kept. I mean the thing does not have a mark. It looks brand new. My uh Bona put a set of cherry wood grips on it, custom cherry wood grips on it when he was in the military. Just just a beautiful firearm. It was passed from his father down to him and now he's he's had it uh, my whole life. I mean I I don't know exactly when he got it, but he's had it for at least 45 years. And he brought it as something else to shoot while Carrie was shooting what is she considers her gun, which is my heritage revolver. And we knew Carrie would shoot the Rough Rider because she likes to shoot that because the shells, I mean, the shells don't come flying out, right? She doesn't like automatics. She's eight, eight and a half, uh, about to be nine, actually, in a couple of months. Um, she doesn't like automatics. So if the shell comes flying out, nope. She's not touching it. Like one hit right below her eye and kind of burned her eye and stung her uh, last time we were out, and she just won't do an automatic right now. I bet you, I bet you could get her to fire my Ruger, considering the fact that you know, it, it just where since it's kind of a rifle slash pistol, the where the shells eject from, they're not going to hit her. Maybe, uh, but we didn't have one, so. Oh yeah. no, I, I yeah, maybe. No, I'm saying that when and if I get an opportunity to come down and hang out, I'll I'll bring that with me. Hopefully, that I'll kind of. <laughs> Helper. Yeah, I mean it, it might. Um but we she she did not like the twenty two shield my dad had, which is really kinda like the softest firing automatic twenty two we had, and uh she one popped up on her cheek and that was it. Uh but she loves the Rough Rider, so she was shooting that. But the big surprise to us was Kayla, my big one, uh, who is all of thirteen. And she took to that triple nine just like gangbusters and i'm like cause I, it's a great gun i've never liked it um it's got a big six inch tube it's got a ventilated rib on it it's it's a nine shot 22 revolver um it's a beautiful revolver i just have never liked it maybe it's just because it was my dad's and it was the one he always had and i just never cared for it i don't know my daughter suffered none of those delusions <laughs> she picked that thing up, and we were all shooting at uh, seven and a half, eight yards. It was it was somewhere in between there, and we had a couple. We had a milk jug and some two two liter soda jugs and stuff like that out there. And the first time she shot it, and it didn't kick, and it didn't do anything. It just kind of hit the dirt in front of the target, and I'm like, okay, you're a little low. And she and for some reason it clicked with her. She, and she said the right sentence, which I guess allowed me and Bona to, to tell her what to do. She's like, I don't understand how to make it go where I want. 
I thought I did have it dead on. And I'm like, ah, okay, this is what happened to you. You know, where are you looking? Okay, so I want you to do this. And then at a distance of eight yards, my daughter took the lo- the other eight rounds in that uh, revolver and put seven of them in the size of a baseball in a water jug. And I went, okay, <laughs> I guess you can shoot that pistol then. <laughs> I like this. Can we reload this, Blana? Where's more bullets? <laughs> and it was just like that click, like you know, like the. And, and I know, I know you've seen it. Like it's happened to you. It's happened to me. You've seen it happen with other people. Ah, I understand this. I like this gun. I can shoot this. You know. Uh, oh yeah. Which was a neat thing. The only other gun she's done that with is again my father, which was my grandfather's Springfield twenty two bolt action, uh, which. Kayla has also claimed it's hers because she can shoot with it, right? I understand this gun. I can work it by myself. I can be safe with it, and I can hit things with it. Super fun. So uh, my uh, Bona was just floored. He's like, hit, hit, because we're standing behind her counting, right? Because you can see what she's doing, and you, you we're just counting. Hit, hit, hit. Holy shit, Sean. I'm like, yeah, I know. Hit. Hit, hit, you know. <laughs> and the only thing that slowed her down. Now this is a double action, single action revolver. She can't. She doesn't have the finger strength to to do the double action. So she has to single action. She has to thumb the hammer every time she shoots. And it's enough that she has to switch thumbs or double thumb it. By the time she gets done with the second or third cylinder, you know, she shot eighteen rounds by now. Uh, twenty, you know, twenty seven rounds by now her thumbs are getting tired, you know, and she's having to kind of double thumb it to get the hammer back. But other than that, man, she tore the hell out of a milk jug at eight yards. And well, that's fantastic. Did you see that sick? Just introduced a new little 22. Uh, I don't, I don't remember. Um, no, I just off top of my head. The P three. It just came out recently. It's the P three 22. And it looks like something oh, look at that's that. in between the size. Yeah, it's a, it's a little bit bigger than the 365, a little bit smaller than the 320, uh, similar in shape and design to the 365. And I think I, I think it holds like 27 rounds though. Oh wow! It holds. I know it holds. Comparatively speaking, a shitload of 22. That's uh, that's pretty cool, man. Let's see here. Uh, compact, seven inches. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right, yeah, look at you. Look at you go with your little badass self. Wow, that's a sexy-looking little <laughs> 22. Um, yeah, I mean, she did great. I was, uh, we we uh, we took the, um, you know, we had the thrower out there. We were doing clays. We were doing uh, uh, 22s did and everything. I wish able to get the 410 into the older one's hands for clays. We did. We did. Um, we had two four tens out there. Uh, we should we should have brought the Henry. That's the one we should have brought. That's what I was figuring because you probably would have loved that, and you just could have like yeah guilted your grandfather. Oh man! Oh, you will you will pry that gun out of his cold dead hand. He is not letting that go. Because uh, I because I made <laughs> wait, him buy wait, it. Wait 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 a minute. Cute blonde granddaughter, pouty look on her face. Oh, he'll buy her something else before he'll turn loose of that one. (laughs) 
He will not. <laughs> like, there's not even a shot. Like, that poor girl. Hey, hey, if he buys her one of her own, at least, you know, it, 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 even if he doesn't give up his, at least she's got one. Yeah, she, um, we gave her the Yildiz to shoot. That's still hanging around. And, uh, Buona actually bought that for me because my mom wanted it. Uh, for some reason, um, we have kind of a bumper crop of squigglers, uh, sorry, snakes out at uh, my parents live out in the middle of nowhere in texas uh they have 120 acres of corn or wheat on one side of them and they have 100 acres of alfalfa on the other side and then they have a street with some houses uh with each four or five acres in between there um well what i this makes a little bit of sense in the fact that the things that might want to eat the alfalfa the snakes would want to eat that. yeah yeah and um we have uh we we call them squigglers uh we we have snakes uh wandering in the yard now um it's it's not uh, sometimes it's just a rat snake or a corn snake now a corn snake is not really a big deal you just get a rake and kind of move them on their way you know like most of the time they're they're generally pretty easy. yeah i mean corn snakes who really cares you know that you like hey man i appreciate the help but you got to go homie you just kind of roll them around and there you kind of lethargically go off you can normally see the lump in the middle of them like yeah took care of your rat problem <laughs> you're welcome um a rat snake is actually, you get near those, and they're not venomous, but they'll strike at you, right? And it still hurts, but it doesn't really matter. If you got a snake striking at your your wife, you know, as mom goes to get the mail, Bon is not really a big fan of that. Um, neither is mom, actually. Uh, so they, and when Bon mows the lawn uh, on the lawn tractor you know he's got rattlers coming out from under rocks and, and around the fence and around the back and and stuff and and every once in a while there's a copperhead um i mean as you get into the summer that that gets more and more as it gets hotter right it's not really a problem right now but when it gets 80 90 degrees 100 degrees the snakes are out because they can be out and um, some years are worse than others this is turning out to looks like it's going to be a bad year so mom wanted a shotgun. My dad and I were eating lunch and just kind of stopped and put our food down. Like, tell us more. You know, like my <laughs> mom wants a gun. You got it. What is it that you want? Like, tell, just tell us. We'll find. We'll find whatever it is. And she, as she tells you, she wants a Henry Lever Action 410. <laughs> she wasn't. And you're like, mom doesn't go. Oh Jesus, mom. <laughs> So I'm going to be hard to come. But in fact, I know where there is one, Mom. Yeah. Uh, but she did say she wanted a 410. I would like a 410 that I can use. And we're like, okay, cool. We have an assortment of 410s. You know, what style do you want? And I brought over before um, before we kind of headed out to the ranch this weekend, I brought my two 410s with her. Actually, three. I have a, uh, a Bond Arms 410 pistol. I didn't figure that's what she, want, she meant, but I, I wanted to make sure it was available if that's what she wanted. And um, she looked at all of them, and she picked the freaking yield is. She's like, oh, I like this. And <laughs> like, and I am O for I don't know how many, like, picking guns that women want, right? Like, I am really bad at this. Every time I think, oh, man, this is going to be perfect for her, I am completely 100% wrong. Like, I, it is invariably my track record. Uh, but she really liked the the yield is she goes it's i'm like mom why do you like this this is it's a backpack gun you know that right like it's they sell them at academy they're like 120 bucks new i think we paid like 75 dollars for this one used 
I actually got it so Kayla could shoot with it, but Kayla hated it. She liked the Mossberg. And I, Mom, what, what's, what's the deal here? You know, and she said, well, it's light and I like that. I understand how to load it and there's no hammer. So I don't have to worry about a hammer. All I do is click the front trigger to, to open it, throw whatever shell I want in it, click it shut, and then I just shoot whatever it is, right? Well, actually, yeah, Mom, that's how it works. you know. And she said, okay, well, let's take it out back and see. So I'm like, well, i got to see this. I've never seen my mom shoot a gun in my life. You know, like this is this is a red-letter day. I'm, four, I'm this many years old. I've never seen my mom shoot. I, I was under the impression that your mother was a marksman of, like, astounding proportions or something of that She nature. is. And we got about 30, 25, 30 yards uh, from the back fence. And she goes, Nani, hand me a shell. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm like, Mom, do you know how to? Yeah, I got it. Hand me a shell. I'm like, yes, ma'am. Here you go. And she said, you see that? You see that stalk over there that's bigger than the other ones? I'm like, Mom, why don't you try something a little? She goes, chick, 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 boom. And the stalk explodes. I'll shut up now, Mom. You want another shell? (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) And Bon is like, I told you. (laughs) She don't shoot a lot, but, boy, she's good at it. So she put about four or five rounds, you know, and called her targets before she did. Now, uh, the Yildiz has a full choke in it, so everything was pretty compressed and everything. And we were shooting. She tried uh, nines. We gave her a six, and then we gave her a, um, I think an eight or a seven and a half. Uh, all birdshot, right, because um, what she's really going after is is varmints. Uh, so it'll be, you know, like a skunk if she needs to or uh, mostly snakes. And uh, she goes, nope, this will work fine. And asked my dad how to clean it. And then uh, got a box of bird six number six birdshot from my dad. Put it on her dresser. Uh, leaned the gun up by her dresser and said, that's good. I'll take that. Uh, <clears throat> yes, ma'am. <laughs> okay. <laughs> With that said, if I... If I did send this P30SK down to you, I'm pretty sure that uh, you'd get your um, CCP back. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know if I'd let her see it. It's, it's, oh, oh, okay, because I was going to say, it's, it's basically the same grip. It holds 10 rounds instead of 6, and uh, even a double action, the trigger is smoother than on the, on the wall. And the Walther's awesome. The Walther's amazing, but I'm not like if she if that comes down here, that she's not having it. That's my gun. Uh, uh-uh, she ain't ever even gonna see it. <laughs> last time, last time you said that you lost. Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my Henry came back and she was happy to see it. Yeah. <clears throat> God damn. <laughs> that one lasted about 25 minutes, actually. I got it, and I was trying. I missed, right? Like, I completely missed. I didn't never. Who would have thought she'd like a lever-action 44 mag carbine? Like, tube-loaded. Like, who would have thought Miss Tactical would love? But no, I forgot her love of history and cowboy guns. And she, she took one. I swear to God, Jake, it took less than two seconds. Like, she looked at it and went, that's a Texas Ranger gun. I'm like, What? That's the gun that the Texas Rangers use. That's a Henry, isn't it? And I'm like, 
well, yeah, it's a Henry, but I don't think... She goes, no, 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 the Texas Rangers use Henry lever actions. Uh-oh. And, like, you get this, like, you ever get that sinking feeling when your wife sees a gun? Yeah, it was like that, only it was in reverse, right? Like, normally she's very disapproving of it. When my wife gets, like, super interested in something, it's not long for my closet. It's it's not going to be there. It's going to be in her closet. <laughs> Like, it's not going to be in the office closet with the, you know, the safe and all the rest of the stuff and the gun locks. No, 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 no. That's her stuff, right? So, yeah, apparently uh, she loves the, the lever action carbine. I will just not let her see the HK. Like, it'll come in the house and I'll disappear it into, into somewhere. Because <laughs> I really like <laughs> HKs. And that one's particularly cool looking, you know? Um because as small automatics go, it's very difficult to get. Uh, I I like the German varietals. <laughs> well, I, I see. Ever since I got the 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 standard size P30, I, I'm still I'm looking at the SK going. I don't need this. I really like it, but <laughs> damn, suit. I'll be there, and he'll like he'll get weak one day because of something like the, what has to line up in my head is. Something will come in the shop that he re- that like really ticks his fancy, and he'll look around and go, "How can I do a a quick cash grab?" And this will be on the list, right? This will be. It may not be first, but it might be second, right? Like I only need one or two of these to happen. I I really don't want it to go, but you're right. It would if if something had to go, that it's the bottom of the list. Oh, yeah, and I'll be there. I'll be like, oh, I'll Venmo you the money. Send it here, man. Uh, this one would have to be expensive, though. Yeah, that's the only problem. It, like, And that's the problem. It might be more money than I have at the time, and it might have to. I might have to let it go. But if it's close, I'll figure it out. Oh, you, you, yeah, but look, let's be honest. You know me. If you tell me, okay, I've got this much, and I can give you the next part, <laughs> we'll work that part out. <laughs> but, but, But at the same time? We're not there yet. Yeah, see, I, I kind of knew. You know, that's it's really difficult to let one of the because you've let HKs go before. Um, yeah, and the only thing that's kind of give it letting me consider letting this go is the fact that I've got the standard size one now too. Um, and really, kind of, uh, since I have finally settled on my carry firearm, and it is just done that's settled on i'm not finding any reason to have subcompact firearms in my safe yeah yeah especially with all the 365s you got i no 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 i'm down to one what yeah i'm down okay to wait one. wait wait what's the pretty one that you have is that not a 365 no 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 that 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 is a 365 but that's the that's the carry gun it's the one that's got a uh an xl grip on it with a sas slide on it right which one had yeah. rosewood grips that you put the other grips in? Oh, no, no, no. That's the AXG. AXG, that's not okay. A, that's, no, that's not that's a 365, not a is it? No. And, yeah, no, no. That's that's not a carry gun. Oh, man. See, the only, the only trouble with the P30, especially the P30SK, is they're not cheap. No. They're not that's cheap. That's the part that I'm looking at. I'm sitting here looking at the expense of having that thing in my, in my safe. Yeah, I mean, they're like a... a Right now, I mean, if you just wanted to list retail, at least around here, they're six fifty to eight hundred, depending on how they're outfitted and and how new they are and stuff like that. So, 
that ain't cheap for a micro or not a micro, but a sub. It's uh, sub yeah. it, the, though. It, though it's not what I paid for it. The retail on mine was seven ninety five. Yeah. yeah, I mean they're it, they're they're expensive, and it's now arguably totally worth it. They're they're a fantastic gun. I've shot one oh, oh, several yeah. times. They're great. <laughs> it is. It is such a beautiful gun to shoot. I mean, they're just such a beautiful. Gun. If if I could, uh, I mean, the Walthers are beautiful and they're smooth, and I really like a Walther. But if you, no pun intended, you held a gun in my head and told me, okay, other than your Beretta, what nine millimeter would you prefer? It would probably be an HK, uh, especially the P30. It is uh, either in, uh, you know, the full size or the smaller version. They are excellent. They're just truly, truly excellent. I love everything about them. The only reason I don't have one is they are insanely expensive for what they are. <laughs> Probably worth it, but not cheap. Oh, oh, it's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I have two. They're so worth it. Oh, well, you know, uh, this weekend we uh, we keep kind of a running tally on how many rounds we have through uh, the shotguns we have. Speaking of like, uh, you know, like shooting them and working them in and stuff. And I took uh, three guns out with me, three shotguns out with me this weekend when we were shooting. Uh, we had the my Mossberg 410. We had um, the yield is, but that wasn't mine anymore because my mom bought it. Um, uh, the Beretta. Uh, A300 Ultima, and the Benelli Nova. Uh, the the Mossberg was... Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Your mom was actually nice enough to actually pay for it? Oh, yeah. Well, technically, no. She had Buona pay for it. Uh... <laughs> okay. Because uh, what, what I was waiting for, because I know it's the kind of the way it's worked in my family for certain things from time to time, she just would have looked at me and gone, thank you. Well, she... The... <laughs> The only reason she didn't do that is because she was like trimming down Buana's gun money so that when we go to the show next month, uh, he doesn't have quite enough to buy yet another gun he doesn't need as far as she's concerned. Uh, so I'm like, oh, cool, you're funding my guns. All right, sweet. <laughs> Buana was not amused, but that's okay. You know, I felt good about it, you know. Um, that and I'm her eldest, and and I could uh, that was fine, you know. But if it was Buona, no, she'd have just taken it. But uh, no, we had. Oh. <laughs> I actually saw I I saw what I thought until I looked at it a little bit closer and went, you know what that that's not even that's not real that's a joke. Um, I saw what would be the first revolver that I would probably buy and keep. Really? And it was probably the only Glock I would ever own. A Glock revolver? <laughs> they, there was a mock-up of it, and I'll send you a picture of it if I can. And it was listed, well, not even listed. It was designated as the Glock 21R, <laughs> R being for revolver. Now, the more you, the, even though you look at it originally and go, okay, that looks like a Glock revolver, and it actually looks like it's got a decent grip on it, and wow, it's a it's a tactical forty-five caliber revolver. But the more you look at it, the more ridiculous you realize. This oh, is. I see it now. I've, I looked up the picture. That is ridiculous. Okay. That is ridiculous. Now, do, do, you, 
do you do you see the um the semi and full automatic switch on yeah the i see it which is hysterical <laughs> that's that's funny but my first the first thing i saw it was when because it was actually set up on a instagram i follow as though it was an actual glock advertisement it was kind of like holy shit and then of course the more you look at it you go yeah there's no way in yeah hell. you can't do that <laughs> you can't like it's not a thing but it was still it was kind of like dude I, I, a glock and a revolver i'd actually own <laughs> I, yeah, it, it, wonders never cease <laughs> it looks different enough i'd take the i'd take a look at the thing you know that's that's kind of cool um you know, I got a I got a a deposit down on a tactical cowboy revolver, so it's not like it's not. Well, <laughs> it's not like we don't see. I've, I've got all this. I've got all this extra forty five caliber ammo in the house, that, and I have nothing to shoot it with because I don't want a nineteen eleven, and I don't want a Glock. So that was the where I was thinking. It was like, oh my god, it's a Glock that I would buy and a revolver that it's I would perfect. Buy. Exactly, and it fires forty five. The problem is, see, the thing with the uh, with most 45s, the um, one main example is is the Glock 30. Um, is I can't get my thumb far enough around it that I don't get slide. Oh bit. sure, oh sure. I mean, it's it's kind of a monster to shoot too. I mean, it's not well behaved. <laughs> the trigger's tough. I mean, I shot one of the stock out of the box ones, and I mean the the sucker. It's got a little snap to it. I mean, it's it's not well behaved. It, it, okay, and I come from, and take this with a grain of salt, right? Because I'm not the world's greatest pistol shooter, nor will I ever be. As I have always said, my skill level is roughly defined as adequate with a pistol. Uh, <laughs> I'm like that with any firearm. <laughs> I'm kind of like that with a rifle, too. I can put it mostly where I want to go. Uh, shotgun, you know, I'm okay I, with, but uh, I, I'm the guy who even trying to do a red dot on a handgun, <laughs> rage, you know, ripped it off and rage quit. You know, I I did uh, I did the red dot on the Henry and I just ripped it off. I'm like, look, this is a fantastic brush gun, and which is really what I use it for. I use it for a hog gun, uh, which you knew when you sent it to me. Um, I use it as a hog gun, and I, like under 50 yards, I don't need a red dot. Just line the damn thing up and shoot it. Uh, it's a 44 mag. It'll do just fine. Uh, yes, and the other part about that, because but I had to teach myself how to use buckhorn sets. <laughs> the first time I actually tried to do it, they're a little it, different. I, I, yeah, it's a little different, but I but I figured it out with this one. Oh, uh, they're they're fantastic. We uh we we the the Henry is is beloved. When we go out um around Texas, around where I live, uh we to avoid the heat in the summertime, we go out early, early in the morning, which means feral hogs, which are nocturnal. If if you didn't know, uh, feral hogs are roughly nocturnal. They're very nocturnal, and they're going down about the time we're up. And we're arriving to the ranch about the time they're coming back across. So you have encounters uh, two or three times a year. And, and hogs. Uh, hey, that's when I want to go. I'm thinking ribs. <laughs> well, they make good good ribs. I mean, we've done it. Uh, we've, we've come across a couple. Now, if they're more than 80 yards away, you know, 60, 80 yards away, and they're, they're walking away from us, we just leave them alone. You, we'll leave you alone. You leave us it, alone. 
No, no, no. I'm bringing the smoker. <laughs> uh, Get one of those, put it on the smoker, spend the rest of the day doing sh- uh, doing um, busting clays. It's a good day. <laughs> uh, but, you know, if they're a little closer than that, you really don't want to leave them alone. Uh, they can get very territorial, and a big enough hog, especially if it's a tusker, will kill you. They'll hamstring you, run you down, and gore you to death. That's literally their, that's what they do. Um, you know, an old yeller, when they talk about the javelinas, that's that's a wild hog. And uh, I, I think about that now. Probably anyone under the age of 35 never had to read old yeller in school. Uh, <laughs> you know? Like, didn't you have to read that when you were in high school or junior high or whatever? <laughs> Uh, okay, if if you're if you're gonna start this, you're gonna send me off on a rant on what they do. All right, do all right, all right. I retract so, my previous statement. Just saying, you know, Havelina's old yeller, wild feral pig, same thing. I just I, I wish they could get, they would at least let my kid read 1984. <laughs> <as well. laughs> it's it may be prevalent soon. Anyway, um, so there they can. I I'd accept Brave New World. There's a possibility on that one too. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to do either one of those. Anyway, um, you know, a a big feral hog, especially a big sow or a big tusker, you know, a big male, can be three four hundred pounds. I mean, they're they can grow very large, and a nine millimeter ain't gonna help you if you just have birdshot in your shotgun. <laughs> it ain't gonna help you. It's just gonna piss him uh-huh. off. A single nine millimeter ain't gonna help you. You think trick to do it is that you got to keep pulling the trigger. Yeah, well, sometimes you don't have a lot of time. <laughs> like they are, like the first time you shoot them, they do zero in on you and then start boring down. No pun intended. And um, you don't have a lot of time. They can cover ground pretty good. It's best to get them with the first shot. Uh, <laughs> like if you've never seen a hog charge at thirty, thirty-five yards, they can cover that ground real fast. And you don't want to be anywhere near them. So uh, it's it's best just to take care of that. And a 44 mag at 35, 50 yards, do just fine. And that's what we have the Henry for. Uh, I also carry two shells in my uh, the loops of my shooting vest. I normally always wear a shooting vest just because that's how I learned to uh, shoot with a shotgun. That and it has a, uh, a recoil pad in the shoulder. So it's it's very convenient. It's got big dump pouches in the front uh, pockets. And I keep two... Nine mill or not nine millimeter nine pellet double up buck shells in my jacket loops so that you can just jack those in whatever gun I'm shooting at the time and take care of a hog problem because uh, if it'll take care of a buck it'll take care of a hog. Okay, I would be ten times more impressed if you actually had it in a little shell holder on the side of the uh, shotgun so that you could pop it in John Wick style if you saw the hog. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going to screw up my gun like that. Maybe the Benelli, but not the Beretta. You do know what I'm talking oh, about. Yeah, that one where I know. kind of grabs the shell, slides it right from the I side know, of the exactly. gun. The, the and gun. the Benelli would be perfect for that because it's the Benelli M2 he's doing that with. Uh, but uh, no, I, I'm, no, I just put them in the loops of my vest. That way they're there if I need them. We also have the Henry available in case there's a hog duty. Somebody else sees it and I don't. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's happened a couple of times, I guess, since we've been shooting out there. Um, I think two, three, uh, the first one was a bit of a surprise came from behind. Um, and we didn't have a lot of time, <laughs> but, 
<laughs> See, you have to remember once again, I'm a fat guy. I, the first thing I'm thinking is gut lunch. <laughs> <laughs> we called uh, the owner of the ranch. We're like, hey, man, we 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 popped a hog out here. What do you want to do about it? And he goes, um, I'm confused. And I'm like, well, you know, what is what do you want us to do with this hog? And he's like, just so we're clear, you're telling me you don't want the hog. And I'm like, yeah, no, dude, we don't need that. And, he, and I'm like, what do you want me to do with it? It's kind of sitting kind of right by the middle of the road. He goes, how big is it? And I said, well, it's easily 200 pounds. I mean, this sucker is a big little, little, little dude. And he's like, stay there. I'll be there in about 45 minutes. <laughs> and he shows up with a big ass kettle smoker or not kettle, but a big ass barrel smoker on the back of a trailer. <laughs> He sets it up right there. He goes, keep on shooting. I'm going to dress this thing out. We're going to have pork for lunch. Like, right on. Uh, so he did. He, man after my he own. He carved home. that sucker up. And we had a good time, man. Uh, he was cooking for like six, seven hours. We, he invited everybody down. I mean, a couple hundred pounds of pig feed a bunch of people and give you stuff to oh, go, really? bring home. You know, like that's he, he had a, uh, a professional uh, butcher come out. And uh, he was cutting off back straps and sh- pork shoulders, and you know, I mean, we we this is the best meat you ever had in your life, you know. Uh, but I mean, that that kind of stuff is is just it, it's part of life down here, you know. Like you you you're out in the middle of the wilderness, you're gonna run across that hog. Eventually, you will see one, and it'll be you'll be in too close a proximity, and it'll be around the wrong time, especially if a sow has piglets. Not a good place to be. You need to take care of that. So, uh, but we did get a chance to, uh, to put a couple of rounds downfield with, uh, 22. We did a lot of 12 gauge, a lot of 410. Um, we counted up, as I was saying, we, we got, uh, kind of a tally going on. And the Ultima has had about 1,300 rounds through it now. Oh, that's pretty Yeah. Cool. Uh, freaking flawless. I swear to God, that's, that gun is just fly. It has, from the day we got it to the, to now and just run flawless. The Benelli um, had kind of a hiatus. It's a little too big for Bonnet to shoot. Uh, the length of pull is just too damn long for him. It's about 14 and a quarter, and he just it, – it's just too big. Um, my father's about an inch and a half shorter than I am, and his arms are a little shorter, and he just can't – and it's it's a – if it was a supernova, you could adjust it, but it's not. It's a nova. So you it's, it's just it is what it is. So if it doesn't fit you, then – suck it up or sell it you know uh so that's you got something with a like a 12 inch length of pole yep we sure do <laughs> we got a bunch of stuff actually so <laughs> t-rex arms over here. <laughs> and if we don't we'll cut you one don't worry about it uh, <laughs> you tell us when you're coming down we'll go buy you a gun and <laughs> make sure it's all fitted out for you don't worry about nothing <laughs> Uh, look, I've got one that works. It's just the fact that the barrel's a little short for uh Ah, shooting. don't worry about it. We'll fix it up. <laughs> we'll fix you up. We'll get you. You tell me when you're coming down here. I'll make sure you have something to shoot, sir. Well, well no. You, well, you, you need to figure out when beef wants to come. Yeah, that's that's a trick. We're, we're we're doing that. We're doing that. But it's it's fun to get beef to like commit to something. Once he does, you're fine. But it's a little wishy-washy <laughs> on some of the stuff. But... <laughs> It, it it just can't it just can't be the first week of any month if you want me to come. <laughs> I'm sure we can figure it out and make sure everybody has a good time. We're uh Yeah, the, the 
the first week of the month is where all my clients are that I cannot pawn off on anybody <laughs> that much. Oh, no, we are not doing that. <laughs> We're not taking them. Uh, but, uh, yeah, well, well, it's always such a good, and I try to explain this to people. Like my brother grew up in the same household I did and I'm like, dude, this is seriously fun. You come out, you bust clays, you know, maybe you bring your rifle, maybe you bring your pistol and stuff and you kind of interweave that stuff in there. And, and it's just, it's a lot of fun. And then you go home, you have a barbecue and, and, uh, it's, it's freaking great. And it's it's surprisingly difficult to get people to come out. Now, to be fair, I got a couple of things working against me. One is if you're the uninitiated, going out into the middle of nowhere where you know everybody's going to have a shotgun can be intimidating. Uh, two. Oh, yeah. Like, you're driving out, and, like, we had friends of ours follow us and stuff. And, I mean, it's out there. The ranch is, I mean... Specifically, so I mean, it's 750 acres. Next thing you know, you got the passenger in the other car texting you, "Is this a road?" Yeah, I mean, it's it's like I have never been in this area before, and where are we? You know, like they're like the Google Maps says this is a field. <laughs> you know, there's no road here on any map I can find. It's like, yeah, I know, but you know, it is a road, but. So you got some of that out, and then when you go out, I mean, shooting a shotgun, especially if you never have before, is very intimidating. You know, it's big, it makes a lot of noise, it does have a fair amount of pushback on you. You know, you got this clay thrower going off. Um, you know, you you and and over an over under shotgun was the first gun I ever. Oh, shot. those are terrible for for recoil too. Exactly. That's why everything else seemed like it was pretty decent since then, except for the one time that I didn't get the Henry set right. <laughs> I mean, if you remember, that kind of like, blew my shoulder out. It was kind of like, oh, yeah, that wasn't sitting where it's supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, uh, we had um, the first gun, the first shotgun my brother ever shot was uh, we invited him out. And looking back now, this was our fault. Looking back now, <laughs> he wanted to, because he thinks, he has a very classic eye when it comes to shotguns, and he wanted to shoot my father's over and under. He had a, uh, a Stevens triple five. And if you've never shot a Stevens triple five, there's nothing really wrong with the gun. But I would say there's two things that are really, really bad about a Stevens triple five. One is the trigger pull is atrocious. It is ugly and heavy. And the other one is there, it's not even reduction of recoil, it's amplification of recoil on that gun. It is the worst shotgun as far as recoil I have ever put to my shoulder. And uh, a thing about over and unders is if you pull the trigger really, really slow, like my brother was trained to do with a rifle, what happens with an over and under is it double fires. Both barrels, same time. So he got... The worst of all worlds, a very recoil-heavy gun. He was shooting without a vest because vests are for pansies. And I'm like, dude, it's got a recoil pad in it, man. Like it's a, like it's it's extra padding. I got a I got a you know a big gel pad in here. It super helps, man. It's great. No, it's for pansies. It's like okay, you don't see people in the movie. I'm like, that's because people in the movies are idiots. They're not firing. They're firing a shotgun from the hip, okay? this is You're going to be firing like 50 to 100 rounds today. You're going to want the cushion. 
no, no, it's for pansies. I'm like, okay. And then um, put it just just to the to the left of his pocket, so the tip of the uh, uh, stock was resting partially on his clavicle, and then double fired the damn thing. You know, and then it knocks him back. My brother's a big dude. He's about an inch and a half taller than me and about a, at the time about 100 pounds heavier. He's a big dude. Knocked him back. <laughs> he, like, looks at the gun, hands it back to my father, and then goes back to his car. <laughs> we didn't know what for. He didn't say anything, but he's sitting there, like, rock. I go up to the car, like, and see if he's okay, and he's rocking back and forth, rubbing his freaking clavicle because it hurt man it bruised him and after that he's been totally unwilling to to really come out very often to to shoot because it's it was like the worst possible experience you could have like now i'd have handed him like the sx4 with very light birdshot on and made him wear the vest yeah i know it looks like a sissy put it on i don't really care put it on (laughs) you know Here's low brass number eights, you know, 1100 or, you know, 1200 foot per second. It's the lowest firing shell that you can do and still break a clay with it. Try this, you know, like grab him and make sure that the, the stock's in his pocket. But it's it's tough to, for for those uninitiated, it's really, t- I mean, there's a lot of intimidating crap that, that goes along with that. You're... You're you're doing stuff that like you they don't portray this in the movies, right? And when they do, it's yeah. It, it, in the movies, James Bond uh, fires a Walder PPK and never gets slide back. Yeah, exactly. Like ever. <laughs> you know? um, and it's uh, to me, it's it's just when you see a shotgun in the movies, you know Vin Diesel's, you know, doing it and it's taking, you know, it's got a thirty-inch pattern at eighteen feet, and you're like. Well, something about that's not right. <laughs> like, I don't know like how big that barrel is or what kind of choke he's oh. got in it, but that's not how shotguns work. Oh. Oh. Well, he's also firing a sawed-off coach gun from the hip. Yeah. Well, it's yeah, exactly. And hitting Woody ain't at, by the way. Uh, I, and it's it's just like, oh, come on, dude. That's not how. <laughs> like, I, I've never really seen an accurate projection or portrayal of how a shotgun works and in in movies like almost ever <laughs> i mean like you can just pick pick whatever it is they normally no you know in, in firearms in general i mean some things they they endeavor to get right or, or whatever the the only one actually that's not true john wick did a great job john wick did a great job when he was in the tunnels with that that benellium two. The only thing he did with the Benelli M2 that was wrong was the fact that he did not reload it as often enough. Yeah, he wasn't doing partials, you know, like partial loads no, at all. No, no, but no, no. If you remember, there were a couple of times when he got off like 13 rounds before he actually reloaded. It's kind of like, <laughs> eh, I don't think so. I don't know. Like, if you get a fully extended tube on that thing, I don't know how many you could hold. I mean, I know it holds more than 10. 13? I know it holds more than 10. I know you can get, like, a, it's like a, a 9 or 10 plus 1. I don't know if you can do 13. Well, hold on. Yeah, but you can't tell me he had more than an 18-inch barrel on it, and, and the tube was not extended. Oh, Benelli M2. 
max capacity. Let's let's see if I can. Uh, okay, so naturally an M2 is a five plus one, which is not bad. But how much can you put in it if you do the con or the the uh, max capacity extension? I don't know how to search for this. This is making great for great freaking audio, but but he didn't have the extension. Did he not? Are you sure? No. No, it was an 18-inch barrel, and it did not have an extension on it. Modified the the, the tube. The tube oh, the tube okay. How many shells can a Benelli M2 hold? The modified magazine tube gives the shooter a 25-round magazine capacity, including four. Wow. How the hell long is that tube? <laughs> but once again, he didn't have that on the gun. Hold on, John Wick. Now, I will say the part where he actually held the guy down with the barrel, loaded it, and pulled the trigger was really oh, cool. So cool. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, he had a magazine. It's the the tube is exactly as long as the uh, as the the barrel. But the but he only had a defensive eighteen inch barrel, and he uh, did not have be. like a twenty four. He did not have a twenty four inch. Uh, Hunting barrel. Well, that's definitely not 25 rounds, I can tell you that. Exactly. I can tell you that. Uh, well, hold on. Let's see. Was it longer than the... I, I'm trying to find a clip from the movie. I keep finding them in the game. And then I'm like, nope. <laughs> 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 like, uh, there's, uh, you can do Call of Duty and stuff, and it'll give you a John Wick thing, and uh, weapons of John Wick and all that stuff. And, uh, well, okay, so let's see here. He used a TTI Benelli M4, not an M2. Uh, and this is the second one. Uh, let's see here. Oversized bolt release. Come on, give me the damn capacity. Uh, and see the terror. God dang! Do you know how much they want for a, a Terran tactical <laughs> Benelli M4? Well, probably like five. Oh, no, it costs more than my first car. It's thirty-five hundred dollars they want for that. Holy crap, man! And you're right. The barrel is not as long, or uh, uh, the the tube is not. It is extended, but it is not as long as the uh, the at, barrel. At most the and at most that barrel is twenty. I think it's an eighteen, but at most it's a twenty. Yeah, barrel. it's not. It's not long. I mean, because if you look at that, so yeah, it's it's probably an eighteen or twenty inch barrel. Uh, let's see here. Trigger jump. Okay, so what do we got? Uh, plus two extension for a total for... of seven rounds in the tube, so it's an eight plus one. Okay, so once again, 13 Too shots. Many. <laughs> exactly. Too many. Too many. Objection sustained, sir. <laughs> now, the fact that he was getting off as many rounds with the extended magazine out of his Glock 34 made sense. <laughs> Oh, uh, God, I need to watch that again. It is, you know, I, and it's weird because I prefer, like, if you had to watch and claim which was your favorite, Wick 1, 2, or 3, which one are you going with? 2. Yeah, me too. 2. It, well, because that's the one with the Sommelier. Uh, not only that, but um, one was 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 a good action movie. Two was a gun person. Yes, it was the gun porn in that was just amazing. 
I mean, there was three. Three once again went back to being an action movie, and there was some gun porn in it, but it wasn't as wasn't as heavy. Ex- yeah. yeah. Uh, plus, they they focused a really a long time on the mirror the mirror room fight, you know, up there with the two guys and the kung fu and stuff. And I'm like, oh, this is well, that went on for like a minute or two too long. I know, but if you're into action movies, the two guys that he was fighting were just kind of like. <gasps> <laughs> Uh, in in the Indonesian Hong Kong, you know, if you've never seen a movie called The Raid, which is considered to be one of the best action movies ever, you'll see those two guys in there and just fucking each other up. I look, I they did, uh, and it's difficult to to cast dispersions on a Wick movie, but for me that that scene went on too long, and although I did appreciate Halle Berry messing stuff up with Doc, she he shot my Doc. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> like I loved the whole Halle Berry thing. A lot of people didn't like that. I loved it. Um, I thought that she was dual wielding. You know, was was fantastic. I love that she used the dogs tactically. I, all that stuff. But for me, Wick Two was just a gun person's wet dream. It really was. Because everything you're you're talking about in there, and and the fact that like, but but that's also when they, you know, he 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 went through some obviously some training for Wick One. Wick Two was when they honestly really started going, okay, we're really going to get this right. Yeah, I mean everything from his combat reloads to everything was spot on perfect. I I have been impressed with that the entire way. Now, and with three, they started doing you know the horse stunt and the motorcycle stunts, and you know like they they really branched out a lot more than perhaps I might have gone. I was really happy with the gun the gun porn and the gun stunts and stuff like that in in the second one. Actually. And the, the the best fight scene in the entire movie was the one in the um, knife museum. Yeah, oh man, yeah, that was good. I like that one. That was. I mean, great. it wasn't even a gun one. It was, you know, yeah. It, but at the same time, that was the best fight scene in the entire movie. Um, the e- even when he reloaded the Kimber <laughs> and checked it to make sure it didn't jam. Yeah, exactly. That that was a nod to any gun. Oh yeah. Hey. uh... <laughs> You might want to press check that, Kimber. <laughs> like, yeah, maybe. Um, I th- there's, it was it was just so well done. But I, I I look at that and, it, and it's like, why can't more movies be like this? Because more movies aren't for gun nerds. That's why, right? And every time you watch Wick. I don't care who you are, you will find something new that they did in Wick that you're like, oh, I didn't see that, you know, or like Shannon, Shannon can't even watch Wick movies with me, you know, especially when they first come out. Cause I, I pause everything and just start looking like I get up close to the TV and like start looking at the gun being like, well, I think it's a, like the first time I saw them, uh, use a, a Beretta cheetah. I'm like, I bet you that's a cheetah that looks, it looks like a 92, but it's too small. I bet you it's a cheetah. Oh man, that's so cool. And Shannon's like, can we, like, watch the movie? <laughs> like, I'm geeking out. They're taking pictures of this gun. We're going on forums going, well, what is that? Is that a cheetah? I bet it is, you know? Yeah. Well, I, 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 for those reasons, I what I'll usually do is make a just a run through the movie once just to enjoy the movie and then go back for that shit. <laughs> Yeah, I can't help it. Like I, 
She she's really a trooper. I mean, like uh, the other movie also with Keanu Reeves in it, or the other series I used to do frame by frame because I was in the uh, uh, video and and film industry uh, once upon a time was Matrix, and I went frame by frame with that sucker. And I am still married because I. I am married to a very patient woman. <laughs> All right. Well, you can continue to do that. I'm going to bed. <laughs> and, um, maybe we'll still be married in the morning. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's like. Uh... I, I do have to say uh, that I started watching a YouTube channel called The Corridor Crew. <laughs> and it, it's what it is. is It's a lot of evaluation of not only stunts, but special effects. And as much as I enjoy it and as much as I will go back and look at some of this stuff and, and enjoy it, it does take some of it out of it once you kind of start going, oh, I, I know how they did that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know the worst one? Like, you'll never look at it the same again. Watch the breakdown of, in Star Wars, the lightsaber fight with um, Daisy Ridley and... Um, oh, God, yeah. No, no. In the see, throne no, room with the Emperor again. and stuff and just watch how badly yeah. choreographed that uh, was uh, actually this guy was late watch this see this he's late it, and he just falls down nobody did anything to him <laughs> it, it, see i the problem with those is is that i i the i always go back to empire because there was so much storytelling in the lightsaber battle between luke and vader just in how the battle went down. Yeah. That it, that they they've they never they, they to some extent touched again in in Jedi, but never again in that fight. Even the Anakin Obi Wan battle did not tell the same story the way that the one between Luke and Vader and Empire did. Oh, well, it's difficult. Whoever whoever chore whoever choreographed that was an absolute genius just in the fact of i mean it, because the, the the battle itself is not exactly spectacular it's just the fact of how much story got told in the way the two of them faced off that's a little other. unfair too because at the end of that lightsaber battle you have what is arguably the greatest reveal in a sci-fi movie ever true i mean that's a lot of weight to carry and, and try and put on another fight I mean, seriously, like, name me another one that has that much gravity. Oh, n not even remotely close. I mean, it, the uh, the one in A New Hope was at least an attempt at storytelling, but you had two old farts trying to fight each other. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. It's <laughs> <is> okay. <laughs> I don't know, man. There was there was a lot there, but um, it's it's amusing to. Uh, to kind of peruse some of those movies and and look at uh, look at because you don't get gun porn movies very much. Oh, well, a, what I like about a lot of these, especially like for example the John Wick ones, what I liked about the lightsaber fights in the original Star Wars trilogy, and and, and there's a couple of others that you can look at from time to time. I really really appreciate it when the fights tell the story. You know, some of them are better than others and stuff of that nature. But, you know, you look at the lightsaber fights in the original trilogy and they literally told part of the story. Oh, yeah. Well, there was me as it was happening, you know, 
You're you're watching this fight, and it's telling you, it's giving, it's filling in backstory and giving you what's happening, plus some of of where everybody comes from, inside of five minutes. You know, I mean, I mean, even Marvel, the only one that that Marvel that honestly did that. Actually, I take that back. There's two of them in Marvel that did that. And one of them is the fight scene between uh, Captain America and Winter Soldier in Winter Soldier, the one in the middle of the street. And then the other one was in Civil War, the battle between Captain Winter Soldier and Iron Man at the end. Those are the only ones in which the actual fight itself told the story versus just, okay, there's a fight here now. I would argue that um, in the original Iron Man, when he was escaping the cave, you saw what Tony Stark was becoming in that five minutes. He went from Tony, you know, Tony Stark, the weapons dealer to Tony Stark, the Avenger in that five minutes. I I won't argue with you there. I was more thinking of the, like like the personal, like one-on-one fights myself, but when I was thinking about this, but I won't argue with you on that. Um, But yeah, I mean, there's, there's some really, because at the end of that, when he came out of that tunnel, he was changed, you know, and I, I thought that was just a beautiful progression of, you know, now you understand who this man is or who he wants to be because he's not that guy right now. You know, he is what they uh, said he is. He is a, a, a dealer of death. He is a, a non-discriminate you know, weapons dealer who kills innocent people. That's who he is, and he doesn't want to be that anymore at the end of that tunnel. Uh, a couple of the fights in Enter the Dragon do that. Tell us. Oh man, talk about classic. Oh yeah, but it, but it, I, I guess what is what it, the the ones in which I will go back to is when you actually have it's it's less about the action and more about the actual story getting told in the midst of the action. It's one of the things I I really like about the John Wick movies is you know the first John Wick movie. You, uh, you you start out and it's kind of like, oh, wow, here's a guy who likes his car, his wife died, he's got a puppy, uh, the bad stuff happens to him, and you see him kind of like opening up the, the, the vault in the, in the basement of his house, as well as, you know, the gangster starting to sit there and go, I think you may have screwed up here, and it's kind of like, oh, okay, he, he's probably a bit of a badass, and then his entire house gets flooded with bad guys, and he just takes them all out, and the cop shows up and goes so you uh working again you, uh working again john <laughs> just sort some not, stuff not... out <laughs> and everybody just kind of went yes sir okay. <laughs> glad it ain't me uh, the that told a story the one that tells a story the the you know my buy-in with john wick uh welcome to movie hour on the guns podcast but um the buy-in for me on John Wick, where I was just like, I don't know what I'm watching right now, but it is going to turn into something amazing, was when uh, Aurelio was calling uh, Homeboy's dad, and he's like, I heard you punch my son. <laughs> well, yeah, He stole John Wick's yeah, car. Yes, sir, I did. Oh. <laughs> Why? Well, he, he stole John Wick's car, and he shot his dog, sir. Oh. Yeah, that's all he said. Or, 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 or even that, even before that, when it was kind of like, uh, my father's going to hear about this. He's going to be pissed. Yeah, he's going to be pissed, but he's going to understand. <laughs> I tell you something, he's going to understand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
yeah, I don't care. I'll tell you something he's going to understand. Like, you have no idea what you're fucking with. Like, you don't have any clue the force of nature on which you have just messed with. And I just, I, and they did a, such a great, a great job of crafting this whole world. And they did it, I mean, all the way through the Wick series, they just built this world. It's world building. And I, I never thought I'd see world building in an assassin movie, like a, a, a gun toting assassin movie. The only one, and I, this is a stretch and I don't know how many people had, have ever seen this, but there was a movie, uh, with, oh fuck, uh, what's his name? The, the Batman guy, the, the Dark Knight Batman, um, Christian Bale, Christian Bale, Equilibrium. You ever seen that? Ah, uh, yes, I have. Uh, where they kind of have gung fu or, you know, gun fu, which is the first time they really had gun fu. <laughs> and uh-huh. I just saw that and it blew the brain out of the back of my head. I was just like, oh, that's awesome. You know, um, before, <laughs> what was that bullet bending thing with Julie, uh, Angelina Jolie? Oh, Wanted. That was so Oh, bad. my God. No, 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 no. Don't get me wrong. Angelina Jolie's ass was amazing. was great. Okay? She looked good. But I couldn't get around the whole, I'm going to sling a bullet thing. And I'm like, you realize the tip of that gun would have to be moving at the speed of sound in order to affect the flight time or the flight trajectory sideways or some other thing. Like, you... You, if you could move your arm at the speed, of, you could throw the bullet at him. You wouldn't need the gun, right? And it just—I had problems with that movie. <laughs> I had problems with that. The guns in it were great, but I had problems with that. I'm like, oh come on. The best I could do with Wanted was Shannon's. Like, think of it like a superhero movie. They have a superpower. And I'm like, yeah, but you can't freaking. She, I know. I know they have a, it's a superpower. I'm like, oh, Angelina Jolie's ass. <laughs> you know, that's all, that's all you can do. Oh crap. Well, uh, you have anything else, sir? Uh, well, let's put it this way. I'm going to name one more movie title and I, I don't even think it needs to be discussed. I'm sure you're just going to understand. Okay. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Oh, I can honestly tell you, I don't think that woman has ever looked hotter, and I don't think there have ever been more. Like I pause that all the time, and like, what gun is she using? What gun has he got? You know, when she comes downstairs with that Mossberg, I'm like, oh, he's dead. <laughs> he's like the first time you're like, oh, he's gonna die. That's a Mossberg. That's a 12 gauge Mossberg at 12 feet. If he ain't out of the way, he better be moving because it'll go right through that wall if she's got buckshot in it. <laughs> you okay, baby? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. He's still alive, baby. Like if you're, it's very difficult to to mess with a a pump action Mossberg 500. At house defense distances, like she chose that, the that's, that's been that's been shaped, that's been cut up, cut down to, to nothing, nothing. <laughs> like twelve inches, like it just it ended like right past the slide, you know. It's like, oh, she's gonna kill him. <laughs> like, that is the she understood the assignment. Okay, that is the correct answer for what do I defend my house in in an invasion situation? That's it, right there. I think he had a nine millimeter. <laughs> like, you're screwed, dude. 
fantastic movie. If you guys haven't seen that one, you do yourself a favor, rent it. It is fantastic in every way. <laughs> <laughs> Just fantastic. <laughs> What's her name and social security number? You're not gonna kill her. <laughs> I can't believe I brought my actual parents to our wedding. <laughs> Paid actors. I, I knew I saw I that said, guy on Law and Order. I said he looked like the guy from Fantasy Island. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great. I'm a suburban housewife, honey. Get out of the way. Let me drive the minivan. <laughs> oh, it was so good. I mean, you see, like those two. I mean, and they were uh, at the time like falling in love with each other, cheating on their significant others, but they were falling in love with each other, and you could see the chemistry. It was really, just really, really a special movie uh, in in almost every way. It had gun porn in it. It had action. It had quippy stuff. It, it was just great. And it had her in that dress. Um, which, look, I'm just saying, if anybody wears a punch dagger on their thigh, just marry them. All right, just just marry them. <laughs> Don't care what else she's doing, just marry her. <laughs> That's wife material. All right, y'all. Thanks for taking it in. We'll talk to y'all next time. <laughs> On behalf of Jake Bona and I, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. If you're interested in more content like this or podcasts, check us out at hawkseyeguns.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.